Hey everybody, welcome to the Amazon Book Club. This week we're reading Dinosaur Encounters by David Sarah. It's no Jurassic Park, but it can't be much worse than Jurassic World. Welcome back to the Amazon Book Club. Uh, my name's Austin Hanna. I'm Ganesh Sarma. I'm Shane Burklow. This week, we are reading uh, a new book. Well, maybe not new. New to us. Called, when did it come out? Oh, you put me on the spot. I don't know. Prehistoric Times. It's called Dinosaur Encounters. <laughs> oh, and yeah. And it's by a man named David Sarah. Ganesh, why don't you tell us a little bit about this book, if you could. Okay. So, Dinosaur Encounters, a novella by David Sarah. Ooh, short. I, that, that's fine. Yeah. I can read the whole thing. <laughs> Dinosaur Encounters is a story of science fiction thrills about an alien experiment. Whoa. Regeneration serum that crash lands on Earth and revives the dinosaurs from their bones. Oh, sweet. A young clerical employee, Patrick Newlaw, and his friend E.J. <laughs> Hernandez oh, wow. arrive at the town of Osenberg to help a partnering company. Oceanberg? Osenberg. How's that spelled? O-S-E-N-B-U-R-G. Okay. Osenberg. You're right. To help a partnering <laughs> company. Thought you caught him. Yeah, I thought I got you. Nope. All right. Keep going. <laughs> Sorry. Not this time. <laughs> Not when dinosaurs begin appearing <laughs> all over town and wreck <laughs> havoc. Dinosaurs are appearing all over town. Oh, jeez. Who did at the movie this? theater. Who brought these back from their bones? Now, Patrick, EJ, the hardcore yet troubled detective Virginia Wallace, mm. and Patrick's childhood friend, Latoya Lollier, who lives in Osenberg must do whatever it takes to survive the carnage. There's a lot of characters for a novella. Yeah. I think we're up to eight and maybe a thousand dinosaurs. Yeah. I also did want to point out, uh, this is a shorter book than we're used to. It is a... How uh, many pages? It's a tight 67 pages. It's, Ooh. it's one megabyte. So <laughs> that's, that's how I measure my books. Uh, wow, 67. We might just get nearly half of this thing read. Yeah. This uh, might be the first one we truly read. Yeah, maybe we'll actually and we'll know exactly what's happening by the end here. Hold what on. if we don't? Hold on. You're implying that we haven't read the other books. Uh, I know exactly what happened in every single other book we've read. Um, I don't, so I'm not going to quiz you on it. There's some I do, some I don't. Yeah. But I like this. I like that it's got dinosaurs. I can relate to that. I like that it has a bunch of characters. And it's in uh, not Oceanburg, which is good because I really hate Oceanburg. Yeah, this is in dry land. This is in the mid- middle of the country. Yeah, that's where all the dinosaurs are. Actually, that's true, right? Yeah. A little science. And like Montana, Wyoming, oh, Idaho, God knows where the South place. Dakota, North Maybe, Dakota. Are you a fucking archaeologist? <laughs> no, just naming states, buddy. Yeah, that's what archaeologists know, the states. Yeah. Uh, so I think that we should jump right into this book, Dinosaur Encounters, and see what we encounter. Y'all want to dive in? Perhaps a good time. Yeah, let's get some bones. Let's get some bones. Let's get some bones. All right, so if you've never joined us before here at the Amazon Book Club, what we usually like to do here is uh, we read the very first page of the book, get a little taste uh, then we'll jump ahead to the 25% mark, the 50% mark, the 75% mark, and then the very last page. The finale. The finale. And then by then, we'll know exactly what has happened in this book. We'll know everything about it. We'll have a really well-informed review for you uh, to let you know if you should buy it. Yeah. Or read it. Well, you don't have to buy it, Austin. All these books are free. Oh, Technically, not... you do buy it because like, you put it in a shopping cart and you check out. That's right. And you get an email from Amazon that says, thank you for your purchase. Yeah, and you you're like, what did I it, buy? But you own it. You yeah. own it. That's true. And then I open it up and I see zero dollars and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's a good deal. And then I read it. Actually, I don't. I read five pages of it <laughs> with my friends. <laughs> and uh, all right, Guinea. So how about you uh, kick it off? Let's start with page one. Let's dive in here. Chapter one. Regeneration serum lost. The enormous Graylum starship, Terrasin, glided effortlessly through the vast emptiness of space. Only the distant stars and blackness surrounded the Terrasin, which appeared lifeless as space itself. Regardless, 
that unknowing to all who would glance at it, that life was about to be made on board. Ooh, yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wow, yeah. now we're cooking. Mirok, a Graylum scientist, made his way into the lab where his experiment that he had worked years on awaited oh, him. Not so sexy. What is his name? Mor- Morlock? Mirok. Mirok. Ah, cool. All right. As he settled in behind his computer, he <laughs> typed a <laughs> he typed a command, and the holographic screen allowed Mirok to get a closer look at his experiment. Would this batch fail him like all the others? Had he finally solved the meticulous code in regenerating matter from nothing but that bones? Sweet, sweet dinosaur code. Classic, a classic dating <laughs> and story. I gotta get these dusty bones back to life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he promised his superiors that if he can create the regenerating microorganisms for medical reasons, it would be able to benefit their society. He watched the hologram as the serum with the microorganisms seeped into the rest of the decaying bones of the small skeleton that lay sprawled out in the container. The holographic images showed the old, worn-out, fractured and yellowish-brown bones Ugh. mend, heal, strengthen, and sprout veins from the inside out. Ooh, that's life. Muscles began to form and overlap around the bones. Organs filled in the rib cage with the stomach and intestines forming and filling, filling in the abdomen. This seems unlikely. This is very quick, too. Yeah. You press a button and bam. Bam, baby, back to life. These bones got some juice on them. <laughs> a layer of thin muscles sealed the organs in, and it developed pale and slippery skin which covered its underside. Oh, yeah. Finally, the small creature began to take shape and twitch. Spongy green skin spread and covered the exposed bones and muscles. <laughs> there they go. Bye, bones. Bye, bones. <laughs> Glossy brownish-black eyes formed in its sockets. The creature twitched and breathed. This is a gruesome scene. With its newly formed lungs, then it jolted and squirmed around in the container. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> I'm alive again! <laughs> Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. <laughs> what is, this is a really good ad for 3D printers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's basically what just happened. Yeah. Know, 3D printed dinosaur. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Uh, is there more? Should we stop there? Do you want me to keep going? I'm interested in yeah, a little bit more. Yeah, this is a cool scene. A little bit more color. A little Crichton-esque. Yeah. Let's not get carried away here. No, this is <laughs> this is way better. This than is better than Crichton. <laughs> Spielberg, get him on the line. Mirok's large eyes widened in astonishment at the success of his work. He actually did it this time. The little creature, known as a frog on its home planet, <laughs> was hopping Cute. and crawling around trying to find a way out of the container. Mirok studied the frog for a moment to make sure that the experiment was successful. Then and he that- dipped him in the deep fryer. <laughs> Everything's coming up Mirok today. <laughs> I've done it. Lunch is on. <laughs> is he alone on this ship? What a yeah. weird scene. Yeah, yeah you, can also, do your, you can do your experiments, but you got to fly this ship alone way far away. This dude's an alien, and he's he comes to Earth and sees all these people in his civilization and is like, oh, I need that, that, that frog. Look at that. <laughs> Beautiful. I don't blame him, honestly. Mirok studied the frog for a moment to make sure that the experiment was su- successful and the frog wouldn't degenerate like his past experiments. He turned his attention to the hologram to study the life readings. Everything from the body temperature to the organ functions were fully developed and showing no signs of failing. Mwah. This kind of sounds like how Mitch McConnell came to be. Oh, yeah. This is how they wake <laughs> him up every morning in the Senate. <laughs> yeah. Mirok dialed into a speaker next to him on the wall and spoke in a series of excited clicks and squeals. Ooh. This translated out to Tutin. The experiment was a success. I need you to report to the lab immediately. Wait, the frog said this? No, it was translation. Uh, from somebody else. He's texting his right superior. Now. He's texting his boss. Hey, his partner replied, <laughs> New frog, who does? Cool. <laughs> I'll be down right away. So that's uh, that's page one. All yeah, right, that's pretty cool. I'm Things rooting for really, I'm yeah, really, really into this. He's got a go-go yeah. kind of spirit, and I like it. I mean, I you know me, sci-fi nut. Yeah. So this is great. This is real good. Uh, I want to see them move along from frogs. I want to see the big Liz. Yeah. Let me give me a T-Rex. Yeah. Maybe a brontosaurus. That's no, fun. Since this is called Dinosaur Encounters, I'm going to guess Mirok loses control here sooner or later. He's got it. I liked him so far. He seemed like a pretty nice guy. Yeah. He he's trying goals. to. He's trying to get his um. Nut. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know what he's into. Meta- Maybe meta- that's metaphorical. What it is. Maybe that's why it'll help his uh civilization. Yeah, that's right. It's they it, breed from frogs. Let's not dig too deep into what I said. Uh I well, I'm I'm excited to hear more about this. You, uh, right. Are we all on board or rooting for Mirok here? Uh, yeah. yeah sure I relate to cool. him. 
Don't you relate to a guy who's cast away on a ship alone <laughs> creating life? No. Is, uh, is he a guy or is it sounds like he's an he's a alien? Yeah, well, totally. I, I mean, I know. Well, he's an alien, but he's a person. Yeah, it's just like you or me. Yeah, yeah. He's got a. You soul. call an alien a guy? He has a sure. job. He's just doing his damn job. But he's not an animal. Yeah, he's smart. He created life. He's better than us. Fair enough. Mm. All right, makes I, you think. Yeah. Whew. Let's jump a little bit. Let's see. Try uh, to avoid that. Let's see where it's at. Twenty five percent in. Yeah. All right. Let me just go two pages here. Is that right? No, it's a couple pages, but it's. I was gonna say it's, it's not many. If it's two pages. Is it how many swipes? Let's start like reading poetry. Eight swipes. How many swipes? Ten do we swipes. Got? For those of you who don't know, uh, instead of turning pages, you can just swipe. That's the future, man. I don't want to get paper cuts. I want to swipe. Yeah, I want to rub my fingers down to the nub. Just swiping. Hey, look at that. It starts uh starts a new chapter. Terrific. Well, what is what chapter is this? Mirox Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> Something went really wrong. My frog. <laughs> chapter five. The discovery. This is crazy. <laughs> is that Mirok? Whispered Henry Gibb. Uh, ah, yeah. Dash's friend. More like Henry. The fourth BG. Why are we even <laughs> doing this? <laughs> Shh. Hissed Dash. Oh. It's because it'll impress Latoya. They both approached the yellow tape that fenced off the site. After a quick look around the area, they slipped under the caution tape and made their way toward the crater. A few guards patrolled the area, which Dash and Henry hiding behind the boulders and small hills to avoid them. After a mile-long hike, Henry asked, Remind me again why we're doing this? Henry, you goof. They were almost at the site when Dash asked, you got your iPhone, right? Yes. <laughs> the most normal man you've ever voiced. <laughs> yeah. That's just you. We just need to get a little closer, take a picture, and show it to LaToya. You mean you dragged me all the way out here just to take a picture of the crater to show your ex-girlfriend? Is Henry like 90 years old? What's going on with... <laughs> Henry's a nightcap and a candle. <laughs> uh, I just woke up for this. Oh, we're going back to that damned crater. Why do you even need me? Couldn't you do this yourself? She's not my ex-girlfriend, snapped Dash. Besides, I need a witness here to take the picture with me in the foreground. Ooh, artistic. Again, <laughs> couldn't you just do that yourself? No. Now, come on. They ventured further towards the crater when they heard what sounded like a low and threatening growl coming from somewhere in the dark. Maroc. <laughs> Where are you, Froggy? <laughs> Ooh, please tell me that wasn't a mountain lion, Henry said, unnerved. <laughs> Dash was also startled by the sound, but tried to hide it. There are no mountain lions here, he said. My dad, you're reading Dash is really cool. It's okay. I honestly want to hang out with Dash. Dash is Dash seems awesome. He's, he's got, got a cool name. He's, he's got, got a, a like that. Cool he's voice. out. He's out there in the in very laissez fair. He's at the crater. He's, he's not like scared. Wheeling around this old man. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> Where are we, Dash? <laughs> Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. Oh, <laughs> Oh, I'll get you the moon, Dash. <laughs> I vote we dish this plan and go back. Dash looked at him. Oh, what's the matter? You're getting spooked already? Please, let's go before something happens. Henry was thinking of, of an excuse to come back. It's a debonair voice. <laughs> come on, it's not that far now, Dash said. Dash continued down towards the crater. They were halfway there, but stopped when they heard footsteps approaching from behind. They both turned around sharply, but there was nothing. Look, I, I don't want to get caught, Henry said. Let's go while we still can. We're not going to get caught, Dash said. How do you know? Look, if you... Dash didn't finish his sentence. His eyes widened and mouth gaped open in a silent scream from seeing something approach Henry from behind. Henry turned around to follow Dash's gaze and jumped in shock. Mirak! Frog! Hold it! Down to the ground! Oh, it's the police. It's the piss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't, the they, they wouldn't give him enough time to turn around. That's, that's right. <laughs> they yeah. would shut up in the back. Yelled the burly guard. Those are white kids. He tackled Henry down and put him in handcuffs. Dash tried to run, but was caught and held to the ground by another, leaner guard who also placed him in handcuffs. Henry glared at Dash as the burly guard held him down and frisked him. Burly? Whoa. We should have gone back. <laughs> Man, okay. Who said that? All whispers could be anybody. What do you think? 
Uh, Henry? Henry. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I guess I, you're right. Because okay. Henry's a little baby. Yeah. Well, no. The guy, the old man baby. Who's that? What's that character's name? Henry Gibb. That's Henry the old man? Henry Gibb. I don't think he's old. Well, he's, you've, in my you've, mind, given, he's him old. A, you've given him I'm an old man old. affection. I'm yeah. look. I'm, I, I was trying to get like a little um, Millhouse in there. We can picture him. We blew that. However <laughs> we want to whatsoever. Uh, all right. I'm, I'm getting a pretty clear picture of what's going on here. Seems like Mirox experiment went awry. And the government's, uh, I guess, pulled in around a big crater. Yeah. Yep. Pretty classic sci-fi scene. I guess scene. Mirox has probably passed. Yeah. He uh, probably didn't survive. Unless they find him at the end and he explains the secret how to defeat the dinosaurs, which have taken over too much. Yeah, and then well, they you- shoot him. The cops show up. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know what that was. <laughs> he reached for his, his wallet. All right. Well... I think that we should jump ahead to the 50% mark. What page are we at? How many pages we're is this? We're on like page three now. Just like, you know, we're breezing through <laughs> this Chapter thing. five, page three. This is I'm a haiku. A, I'm going to go a little, just one more little section. Yeah, let's, oh, please, all right. by all means. Let's see how they get out of this jam. It's about to get good. They don't. A large Dilophosaurus prowled the area, having fully regenerated and with a strong hunger for meat. Ooh. It sniffed the air and scanned around with its big reptilian eyes. <sighs> Wait, this is happening just now? Yeah. Right after that last scene? Correct. Cool. Oh, okay, we definitely should have read this. The predatory dinosaur crept forward on his ostrich, two ostrich-like legs and reared up at the sound of a scuffle in the distance. The Dilophosaurus ran swiftly toward the sound. It reached the source and saw four two-legged mammals from behind the boulder. Two of the larger mammals had the other two mammals pinned to the ground like predators with prey. The Dilophosaurus was respect. getting hungrier, <laughs> hungrier by the moment Gotta respect it. and circled the commotion while remaining out of sight. One of the mammals it perceived as prey pushed off the larger and lean mammal and took off running toward the distant woods. Mammal's like not a descriptive word. The dinosaur all. bolted after him. If hairy. you're a dinosaur, that's how they think of things. Oh, that mammal, thing. reptile, one mammal, mammal, two mammal, three mammal, oh, four mammals. <laughs> is that the dinosaur yeah. voice? No. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Does the dinosaur have lines, or are you just no, like, taking was, liberties? Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I hope he does talk later so we can hear it again. Yeah, that's a good voice. He's running, shouted the lean guard. Oh, I thought that was Henry. I got him. Henry's out of the guard. <laughs> Catch him. He's in on this, too. Take him alive. He dragged me out here. His idea. (laughs) And took off after the fleeing Dash. The lean guard took hold of Henry and held him down. Further and further, Dash ran towards the woods. He was almost there when a huge force knocked him to the ground. How can you run towards the woods when you're already in the woods? That's because his name is Dash and not Duck. Get it? Because the guy pushed him? Ah. Shane has just been uh, removed from the podcast. He tumbled down hard onto his back, feeling as if he were hit by a ton of bowling balls. Look, officer. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm back. <laughs> Remove him, please. Look, officer, he said with a groan. I didn't mean to trespass. Henry talked me into coming out here and... Oh, wow. Throwing Henry under the bus. But he stopped when he saw the creature that. was not the guard. It was a large biped creature covered with scales. Henry. Large biped mammal. <laughs> oh boy, that's what they call me. Covered with scales and with two flat, fin-like objects on its head. Ooh. Its lips curled up to bear its teeth at Dash. Sounds like a nasty dino. What, what does that mean? Oh no, that, you said that. It's a dinosaur. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He shrieked and kicked <laughs> at the creature, but it pounced on him and clamped its jaws around his head. Dead. Whoa, he's dead. dead. Yeah. <laughs> his head popped that off. Sucks. He swallowed it. Its sharp, pointed teeth sank into Dash's skull, and the last thing he felt was a sharp pain in his neck as the creature snapped it with one simple jerk of its head. Oh, Dash no! is dead. Did Dash die? The Dilophosaurus dragged the limp body of Dash into the woods <laughs> and and fed <laughs> fed ravenously on its catch. Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Could you imagine Dash still being all cool? Hey, uh. Hey, it was, it, was, it was Henry's idea. I can't believe it. his hey. last words were throwing his damn friend under the bus. Dash is just like, oh. this is the first book we've read with any real stakes. And He's it's like, dinosaur I'd rather be in the ground pushing flowers than in the pen taking showers. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Good lord. Well, that's unreal that that just happened. 
<laughs> wow. I love a good sudden death. Real when, gruesome. It's too. especially sudden for us. I'm just going to finish off this chapter. Anything. We got one more paragraph. Here. Ah, this read read the entire chapter. All right, read fine. the whole book. The fine. burly guard caught up to where he thought Dash was, but gagged and nearly lost his lunch <laughs> when he saw what looked like a blood trail that led into the woods. He heard a low, threatening growl come from somewhere in the woods. Well, I've heard this scene before. Watch Startled, he drew his handgun and took aim as he backed away slowly towards his partner was with Harry. There was a rustle in the woods and then silence. The guard continued to make his way back toward his partner, while his attention remained on the woods and on the blood trail that led to it. <gasps> wow. Good scene. All I right. I believe Dash died. Wow. <laughs> that threw me for a loop. Man, this is... I'm it's glad. Really Who wrote this? Me. This guy's got balls. David, David Sarah. This guy's got sh- chutzpah. Chutzpah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Chutzpah. That's a little overdone. Uh, one of those threes, right? Yeah. Uh, this guy's really killing it, though. I mean, this is cool. Literally, he's killing Dash. Dash is dead, and I think we're better off for it. Dash sucked, honestly. Your Who's voice... going to take care of old Henry? Old man Henry. Whoa. He's going to jail, buddy. <laughs> That's right. He's <laughs> never coming out. The taxpayer will take <laughs> care. <right. laughs> Henry's going to do a dime for this. <laughs> Well, that's a pretty fucked up scene, man. I thought this was going to be a little lighthearted book, maybe in the vein of Jurassic Park where everybody kind of gets out alive. Uh, are you kidding me? Jurassic Park had a pretty decent body count. I mean, they have the one guy in the toilet and then Newman. And who else? Samuel uh, Sam Jackson. Oh, sorry, Samuel Jackson. Yeah. Um, that's it. Who else? No, the guy who says uh, Clever Girl to the Raptor. Yeah. Right, the four. guy that gets eaten when the guy's like, shoot her. Oh, yeah. All right. You're right. Okay. Five people is pretty good. Either yeah. way, at this pace, I mean, we're going to surpass Jurassic Park. I mean, we started out with eight characters and we're down to like seven. Like Mirok, I'm pretty sure is dead. We don't know. I hope no, he's, I hope I, he's I mean, either way, he's in a lab somewhere. Yeah. Well, he could be on the run. We don't know. Maybe his All we lab know exploded. Is that something crashed. You'd figure that uh, if, if he can, his ship, if he can recreate life, surely his ship had airbags or something. Yeah, airbags. That'll stop yeah. you when you careen into a planet. Uh, well, you know, alien airbags. R.I.P. Dash. <laughs> Pour one out for Dash. It's like a band from like Warp Tour. Alien airbag. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, uh, I think I think this is, is this our first character that has died uh, uh, that we've actually seen die. We've had characters die, and then other characters walk in on a dead person. But that yeah. wasn't like this is a character that we had dialogue for. You spoke Correct. as a character that died. Yeah, oh. we we caught the death scene like while it was happening. It's very effective. I think we should play the sad music. It really riles me that, up. Uh, happens on the NFL games when people get injured. Oh yeah, let's play right. that out right now. All right, and then we we'll jump to fifty percent. Yeah. All right, and on that note, uh, yes. oh yeah, that's is that? No, 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 All right, we are jumping ahead now to the 50% mark. We are real deep into this book. Yeah, and like page eight now. I'm right, we are <laughs> just a couple paragraphs in, and I'm really liking it so I far. I love it. So far, I think this is my, I'll tentatively say my favorite book we've read so far. Easily. Wow, bold. Easily. I mean, well, we got a death, and there's dinosaurs, and an alien, and ah. there's no ham-fisted love story or Midwestern lawyer. <laughs> Not yet. Who knows? <laughs> The next thing is going to be some guy like shirtless. I'll write him in. Is that Clint? <laughs> Clint's stopping in. He's lassoing steer. Clint's got a subpoena. Oh, oh no! Lord. All right. I'll squeeze in a southern accent by the end of this episode. Yeah, Believe you me. The fucking T Rex will be southern. <laughs> well, howdy, folks! I'm here to eat you. Check out my little arms. Well, they can't, can't do shit. I can't reach you down there. I'm just like a big bird. Real big. <laughs> Latoya dried up tears on her face, took a large bite out of her pepperoni pizza. She had finished five slices from the large eight-pieced pie That's she had ordered. The standard number. Eight? At- eight slices of pie, baby. Yeah. Never I've never even bothered to count. <laughs> <laughs> We've made it 30 years without even considering how many slices of pizza there are. I it's just honestly have no clue how many. You just see pizza as one big circle. No, I see them like, there's a couple slices for me. And then a couple for later or someone else. (laughs) (laughs) I've never thought to put a number to it. Interesting. I'm learning a lot. Wow. More you know. Yeah, it's kind of. Learn something new every day. Sad? No, it's great. No, no, no. It's happy. It's a happy day. She'd ordered at almost every deserted pizza parlor. 
She would only get up for refills of root beer and would occasionally stop eating to sob over the loss of Dash. Oh, wow. So we're 25% later and still suffering the uh, effects of well, dead a, Dash. He had a violent death. I figured by this point in the book, dinosaurs would be ravaging the whole town. But They Dash, probably found his body. I bet it had bite marks on it. Yeah, well, his head was probably not even... They, they said he made a meal of Dash. Yeah, I so doubt they found the body. There probably wasn't much left. Dash <laughs> was dashed all over the place, if I do say so myself. That's poop. Uh, no, I didn't mean like that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> The only other people in the parlor that night was a mother trying to feed a rambunctious and stubborn one-year-old boy and an old man watching a football game on television. Henry! Henry. Hello! (laughs) Where's that dash? Henry, he's been gone for weeks. (laughs) He was disgruntled that his team was losing and would shout out a string of insults at the screen every time the team did something wrong. The teams are still playing during this dinosaur madness. Yeah, it's the playoffs, baby. And they canceled football for 9-11. Got fucking dinosaurs running around. You could have canceled the whole season at least. That's a good question. Would they? <laughs> I guess if it wasn't in one of the cities. Yeah. Like, whatever. I think life would go on. It'd just be like an issue. Yeah, I guess that's true. There are like grizzly bears and shit, and we don't get to cancel anything for that either. That's true. Interesting to think about. Latoya was only vaguely aware of this as she downed another large cup of root beer and cried a little after she drank. She's got a real great diet. She set the cup down on the table. She just lost somebody. Give her a break. She set the cup eating. She set the cup down on the table and got out a napkin to wipe her face. Honey, can I get you another root beer? Oh, there it is. Passed those root, as roots. L- <laughs> Luciano, the elderly owner. Oh, that was <laughs> not about a Luciano. Hey, let's not stereotype. Luciano could be a. Is this a man or a woman? I'm not even. Said a, uh, Either way, they're from the deep south. She looked up at him <laughs> and saw he was giving her a concerned look. She nodded weakly and handed him, handed him her cup. Oh, him. Okay. It had been two days since he saw the news of Dash's death on TV, and she was still occasionally crying. Latoya knew she was not someone who could easily get sad, but feeling almost responsible for Dash's death, she couldn't shake the feeling of guilt away. This is on Henry. Yeah, Henry's fault, for sure. Yeah, that's why he's in the slammer. She had talked briefly with Patrick over the phone once. The conversation was awkward but therapeutic. I am sorry, Patrick had said, not knowing what else to say to her. Very therapeutic voice choice. <laughs> he, would have, sorry. <laughs> he would have said more but was interrupted by his you'll, work. You'll be okay. You hear me? Hello. Earth to... Mirak? Latoya. Earth to Latoya. Wow, get better. Barack, is that you? Harvey fires too. (laughs) He showed deep sympathy towards her, but had to hang up. She wanted to call him again sometime today, but didn't want to disturb him at work. Oh, come on! The man screamed at the TV. His sudden outburst made Latoya jump in her seat. Hey, keep her down over there, said Luciano. Wait, what? That way was Southern, not two minutes ago. You're getting confused. Don't tell me what to do! (laughs) The old man snapped. I'll tell you, if you shout like that again, you're out of here! The old man groaned and went back to watching his team being defeated. Latoya tried to pay no attention to the argument and waited for Luciano to fill her cup so that she could finish the rest of her pizza. Fill her up. Pump pump me some more root beer, please. Latoya? A faint but familiar voice stuttered behind her. Latoya turned around slowly to see Patrick standing behind her with a slight on-and-off grin. Boy, she looks like she's been through a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, there are dinosaurs everywhere. Hey, she replied quietly. Don't you have to work today? (laughs) I I finished most of it, and EJ's covering for me, Patrick said. Hmm, I see. I wanted to come see you anyways. (laughs) Latoya forced a small smile and gestured for him to sit down across from her. He did so and thought about what to say to her. Looks like you're eating a lot of pizza there. Hey, it's a lot of pizza. <laughs> what is that, root beer? <laughs> she was well with pizza. <laughs> she and Patrick sat in awkward silence for a long moment, with her still eating pizza and guzzling down gallons upon gallons <laughs> of root beer. <laughs> Jesus, old boy, get yourself together. I just need a needle, put it right in the vein. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get enough of this stuff. Luciano, give me an IV drip. (laughs) Patrick tried his best not to say anything, knowing just by the look on her face that she was beyond depressed. She looked 12. (laughs) I was just drinking root beer. (laughs) I'm kind of confused by the ages of everybody in the story, but okay. (laughs) 
Can I get you anything, young man? Luciano has <laughs> This dude's got a different voice every time. Make up your mind about it. He's Luciano. an actor. <laughs> oh, okay. He's, he's, pra- a, he's practicing. It's for an him. actor's restaurant. <laughs> oh, no, I'm good. Thanks. Patrick said. No problem, boy. <laughs> Luciano was about to leave when Patrick gestured to LaToya. <laughs> Doesn't Luciano work there? Oh, yeah. um, I'm heading out, folks. The ship's <laughs> over. Can you clean up when oh, you're done? Um, I'll, I'll pay for her, though, he said. Yes, sir. Luciano replied. The owner hobbled back behind the counter and started to write up the tab. Patrick, you didn't have to do that, Latoya said, a bit surprised. Ah, it's no problem, replied Patrick. I have all this money. (laughs) He was unsure if that was the right thing to say. Patrick's voice makes me sick. Well, I'm not complaining. But Latoya (laughs) nodded and took another chug of root beer. Aren't you going to try this? He heard the mother say to her son while holding up a fork full of spaghetti. The boy just made a disgusted face and turned away, moaning. Patrick turned toward the old man in the corner, who had lost interest in the game, and was now on the phone with someone. <laughs> Sorry, that's the moaning Is that baby. your moaning baby? Yeah. Yeah, it's good ambience. <laughs> Shane had to put himself in the headspace of not wanting a fork full of spaghetti. Yeah. yeah, that's the noise that came out. Can you believe this? The man asked loudly. I ain't paying you for nothing. I don't care about the rules. This wasn't a fair game. Is this the baby? Or no? <laughs> Baby's real pissed about that fork full of spaghetti. These are not the rules. You broke the rules, Ma. I told you I wasn't eating paschetti. (laughs) I said smashed peas and that's it. Ma. Now get out of here. Get out of here before I put this cigar out on you. (laughs) He noticed Patrick and shot him a venomous look. Patrick turned away quickly and looked back at Latoya, who leaned back in her chair looking sick. Back. Back. The backs of that Latoya? Patrick finally asked. She looked at him, dazed. Her <laughs> stomach made a loud grumble. More pizza. She's feeling these root beers. <laughs> and she put a napkin up to her mouth to stifle a burp. Patrick thought for a moment, what should I say? What should I do? Pretty, hey, pretty don't, gross. <laughs> hey, don't burp on me. <laughs> uh, n- never mind, he said, deciding that there was nothing he could say. Latoya forced a smile and stood up to leave. But before she left, she staggered around the table and kissed him on his right cheek. I didn't know this was romantic. Placing a ring on the red and white checkered tablecloth in front of him. We're married now. I want a divorce. (laughs) (laughs) Sign the papers, Latoya. You can protect Dash. My lawyer Clint is here with the subpoena. (laughs) Howdy, folks. (laughs) Fresh out of Montana. Just got right off the train. Patrick, momentarily stunned by her actions and the smell of pepperoni and root beer in her breath, looked this. down at the ring. It was a friendship ring. He realized when he picked it up and examined it for a minute wow. and noticed the engraved letters on the inside. Cocked by a ring. The letters read, My dearest friend, Patrick. Yikes. Huh. That's like getting a ring that says you, you kissing you felt like kissing my sister or something. Do they make those? Yeah, I have four. <laughs> uh, I thought that was a pretty weird scene. A lot of stuff going on in this pizza joint. I was envisioning like a CC's pizza. I love that. And all like this is a very short story. And in all the chaos of the dinosaurs running around, there's a very uh, drawn out pizza scene. Yeah. And also people... a baby rejecting spaghetti and a man who is not happy with a football game. No dinosaurs in that scene, which is kind of a bummer. And an owner, like, really trying out all of his parts. <laughs> right, yeah. 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 <laughs> trying as many different... He's in a, a, a dialect class. <laughs> Just trying to make it out there, man. Yeah. You gotta yeah. do what you gotta do. He's got an audition after Live this. Live every day like it's your audition day. That's where he was going. Right. I gotta yeah. get out of here. I gotta run down to the local community theater. The dinosaurs are putting on a play. <laughs> they said I might be perfect for the role. <laughs> <laughs> hey, these dinosaurs ain't too bad. Uh, yeah, I mean... I wish that there were dinosaurs in that scene. I'm not going to lie. I thought we were riding high after the 25% mark. I actually really enjoyed that scene, though. Uh, a lot of talk about root beer and pizza. That's fine. I, which makes me just want it. I learned a little bit about pizza, too. Well, that's rare. This Allegedly, late, late she drank gallons and gallons of root beer. I think that, that that was possible? for effect. I don't, that was an exaggeration, maybe just to express that she had drank a lot of root beer. I really hope for her sake it was on draft. <laughs> and it wasn't one of it wasn't some of those like fancy getting bottles she had 50 bottle. 50 bottles of uh, mug yeah no not no mug. not mug. she got the good stuff she got a uh, dr Barks? dr brown's dr brown's oh, yeah that's dr. like three dollars three dollars barks and mug class. you just named the two lowest class root yeah beers. that's draft root beer dude that's bad root beer 
comes in it cans. It tastes the fucking same. That's the kind of root beer you buy at Walmart. No, there are some good root beers. What about A&W? A&W's pretty good, That's yeah? still trash root beer. I mean, yeah. it's all fine, but these are blue-collar root beers. I want a high-end root beer. to an A&W restaurant? I've been to yeah. a one inside of a food court. There was one by my house where I grew up. It was an A&W KFC combo. Ew. That's absurd. There was an A&W uh, uh, Captain D's combo. <laughs> what a nightmare. Who's out <laughs> That's for it? disgusting, right? Uh, the only- like a root beer float yeah. and a bunch of fish fillets. I, lo- I saw a lot of A&Ws in Canada. Well, I saw one, and I was like, they must have them everywhere. Yeah, extrapolating, that seems like you probably see a bunch in Canada. Like, yeah. If you just saw the one the one time you went. Canada's Every really time big. you go, you probably see one. Shout yeah. out to our Canadian listen listeners. Uh, we have a couple. Uh, I mean, so they say. I don't know if I believe those stats. Anyhow, I think that we should probably jump ahead to the 75% uh, mark. Let's and get see some more dinos, uh, some more danger. Yeah, can I see some dangerous well, dinos? No more dash. Yeah, well, you know, I still got hope that dash could come Maroc, back. Maroc uh, can, like... Press a button and people's bones come back together. Yeah, that's he right. could press a button and go. You know what? That's a good point. Actually, Dash could. I didn't even think about that. Maroc can get Dash up and at him in five or ten minutes. I have hope that Dash is coming back, and I think Maroc's the key. Maroc is like pretty. It's pretty powerful, huh? Yeah. I don't know about you, but I'd like to see Maroc's birth certificate. Oh boy, real topical stuff. Woof! <clears throat> All right, Leno. What's next? <laughs> We are at the 75% mark now of dinosaur encounters. Uh, still waiting on some more dinosaur content. Some encounters. Yeah. Well, we got one. We got one. That was probably the worst like kind of encounter you could grizzly. have with a dinosaur. <clears throat> more dinosaurs, less root beer. Here we go. Oh, wait, I, how about both? Yeah. I would love to see a dinosaur with like a little T-Rex hand holding some root beer. Hell yeah. Oh, man. He's saying like, surf's up or something. If that's not in here, we should write our own book. <clears throat> As a frightened EJ was loaded into an ambulance and whisked away, Ouch. Wallace arrived in front of the Metrotech garage parking lot. As she approached a state trooper, she noticed the animal patrol officers on the scene. Ah, detective, greeted the state trooper. There's been a call. Some sort of wild animal is in there. It just killed a man. Another man? Who? Hmm. He gestured to the open garage. I hope it wasn't Luciano. hope it wasn't Henry. <clears throat> I hope it was Henry. Do they know what it is? Wallace asked. No, but we'll find out soon enough. Wallace watched as five of the ten animal patrol officers made their way towards the garage entrance. Night vision goggles on and rifles with tranquilizer darts at ready, the five officers disappeared into the dark with the remaining five standing guard by the door. Geared up. Oh, yeah. Jarvis came up next to Wallace's side and followed her gaze. This is like Zero Dark Thirty, but with a dinosaur. And less torture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are you thinking? And nearly no racism. I'm thinking this is about to get ugly. I just realized Wallace is a woman. How ugly exactly? Sexist. Wake up, dude. Wait here. 2018 pig. Wallace ordered as she went back to her car to retrieve her shotgun. In the pitch black parking garage, one of the animal patrol officers searched around the area with her team. As they went further and further into the large garage, beads of sweat ran down her spine. Here, kitty. Oh, this is a hot garage. <laughs> <laughs> Even with her night vision goggles on, the place still looked eerie and foreboding. She was usually calm and level-headed, but this time she couldn't help but feel a little unnerved. So many unanswered questions about the case, like, what were they doing? What were they looking for? Was it a bear, wolf, or rabid dog? She pondered these questions as she followed her team towards the elevators. Man, 75% and they still don't know there's dinosaurs around? This is... I think they're... Not a very... They haven't cracked the case yet. (laughs) Where it was said the man was attacked. Is it a rabid dog chewing up all these people? (laughs) There were signs of a struggle around the area, including blood marks on the pavement, a toppled over garbage can, and what looked like claw marks on the elevator doors. Ah, rabid dog. There it is. The team leader, a gruff and no-nonsense man... Rightful at ready, signaled his team to stop. Look at voice. Something moved in the corner of the garage behind a column. It was hard to make it out as the creature fed on the remains of the man it killed. <gasps> the team leader gestured to everyone to move slowly around the column and wait for his signal to fire. Dash Jr. <laughs> Dash Sr. Got a vendetta against this family. As he slowly led them around the column, the creature stopped eating and rose up to look at him. The team leader was temporarily stunned at the sight before he raised his rifle at the dinosaur. The dinosaur, feeling threatened, 
pounced on him and ripped into his stomach and throat while it, with its claws and teeth. Damn. Rifle shots showered the dinosaur with tranquilizer darts, which only made it agitated, and it fled toward the garage entrance, running into one of the team members. The force of the impact caused him to fall and slide out through the entrance of the garage. Whoa. The officers gasped and readied their guns at the animal patrol woman, struggled to her feet and tried to run, but was tackled back down by the biped dinosaur. <sighs> A lot of focus <clears throat> on the number of legs on the animals in this book. Well, there's a distinction. That's true. Are there quadped dinosaurs in this book? Uh, a lot of four-legged dinos exist. Yeah, but aren't those all vegetarians? No, yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Some of the uh, aquatic ones had like four appendages and they were carnivorous. I'll live in the water. I don't they care about legs. They could go from water to land at some point, right? Oh, that's spooky. Right? Yeah, millions of years of evolution. Rock, have you done it? She tried to get a clear shot, but the struggle between the woman and dinosaur didn't allow her. The biped dinosaur slashed at the woman across the face as she desperately fought back, taking swings and kicks at the creature. The dinosaur finally tackled and pinned the woman to the ground with its claws and bit into her left shoulder. Ouch. Uh, I'm gonna need that shoulder (laughs) back. (laughs) I'll never play football again. Unnerved by the struggle and the screaming woman, Wallace ran up to the two and repeatedly struck the dinosaur with the hilt of her shotgun on the back of its head. Use the bullet part. No, they're all tranks. Oh. They're just animal control. Jesus, get the real cops in here. The dinosaur let go of the woman and spun around to attack Wallace, who kicked it in the throat, which caused it to stumble backwards. Wallace aimed her shotgun at the dinosaur and blew out its brains. Oh, yeah, yeah bitch. <laughs> the limb body tumbling to the ground as medical staff, ru- staff rushed and tended to the injured woman and team leader. We can save the dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> it's a miracle of science. <laughs> Wallace emptied a round into the dinosaur. That thing's dead, buddy. Come on. Looking over the lifeless body of their prehistoric creature. He pissed on it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Wallace stood there awestruck as if rooted into place. The medical staff loaded both the woman and team leader into ambulances with Wallace and the woman. I'm God now. look with each other. I killed the dinosaurs. <laughs> Wallace breathed heavily as she watched the woman groan in pain and the doors of the ambulance closed shut. Memories of Carla flooded back to Wallace. I remember when Carla was eaten by a dinosaur. <laughs> and I did nothing to stop it. <laughs> Memories of childhood like, I let him go. Like when they went to a friend's birthday party and played games like hide-and-seek and tag. Memories of their teenage years when they went to different schools and grew more and more distant from one another. Memories of when she went on to pursue a career at the police academy, and Carly Carly went on to become a party girl, mm. much to her and their parents' dismay. Is that a job? Party yeah. girl? Yeah, yeah. No, that's just where you party a lot. You can make it a job. Ah. Finally, the memory of, of when Carla, under the influence at a party, tried to jump into the pool from the rooftop of a house, flocked with drunken partygoers. That's pretty cool. She missed and hit the concrete ground, breaking both her legs and neck. Damn, that's way cooler. What do they yell in Almost Famous uh, when he jumps, before he jumps in the pool? I don't know. You catch that flick? Uh-huh. Look out! I haven't seen it in my... Cannonball! <laughs> <laughs> That famous, that famous line from Almost Famous. Cannonball. Yeah. <laughs> now she's left in the in the care of a hospital, paralyzed from the neck down. Whoa. Really not seeing how this is relevant, but... Wallace remembered the first time she visited Carla. Don't question the book. She didn't remember if she cried or not. It was a mix of emotions. But all she really remembered was Carla was no longer the kind-hearted older sister she knew and grew up with, but had become something unpleasant and troubled. A dinosaur, (laughs) metaphorically speaking. She wished she knew what set her off, set her sister off, and wondered if there was anything she could have done to help her. Yeah, maybe, like, help her move around. She can't walk or anything. Yeah, she can't broken neck. She also wondered if there was anything she could have done at the time to prevent the accident that crippled her sister. Wallace thought about these memories as she turned back to the dead dinosaur, which was already being <laughs> examined by the animal patrol officers. Uh, I think Jar- about my sister often. Uh, oh, yeah. There's a dead oh, yeah, dead, oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot haven't, I just killed that dinosaur. Haven't seen one of these in millions of years. Hey, now. Jarvis came up behind her and shouted something that sounded frantic and be- bewildered. She didn't hear it, for she was disgusted. Shot a fucking dinosaur? <laughs> yeah, right? And lost in her own thoughts. Shouldn't everyone just be like ogling this dinosaur yeah like what the fuck everybody's just like oh yeah we got it killed it i'm gonna worry about like my personal stuff tag it and bag it baby we got him (laughs) 
We got another, the son of a bitch. Another day, another dino. <laughs> that should be the should have been the name of the book, <laughs> or at least the tagline. Dinosaur encounters is so boring. Another day, another dino would have been just perfect. Uh, I think that um, at least we got another dinosaur in there, and we, we've proved proved that he they've killed again. It's not just poor Dash out there. Hey, the odds are, for what we know, it's one and one. That's right. Yeah, we got a dead dino. We got a dead Dash. That's true, and still uh, the. the the jury's out on Mirok, uh, wherever he may be. Dead um, or alive. That's right. <laughs> John Bon Jovi wrote that song about Mirok. Uh, I think that this book's pretty good. I'm, I'm digging it. We're, I, I'm kind of sad that we're almost done here. That was the 75% mark? Yeah. It's, it's, a we- short, it's a short book, but even the characters are like getting the time to... Yeah, it's full... Full-bodied characters. Yeah, you're getting all their little backstory. I know all about her sister and her dumbass party she had where she jumped off the roof. Yeah. Uh, and she also killed the dinosaur. So that's good. That's pretty and cool. And that dead dinosaur reminded her of her paralyzed-ass sister. Yeah. Because its head was all smashed. Oh, mm. I get it now. Yeah. Real uh, good subtext. Uh, yeah. All right. Do you want to read the last page so we can see what the uh, frig happens here? All right, let's do it. Let's, uh... What the frig ceratops happens here? <laughs> Come on. All right, everybody. Last page. Very last page of Dinosaur Encounters. Maybe the best book I've ever read. Uh, let's hear it, Ganesh. Chapter 20. Search for the Regeneration Serum. Nice round number. Oh, wait, wait, wait. 67 pages, 20 chapters. Yes. Three pages per chapter. This chapter is it's an easy read. A page. Beautiful. Well, that, yeah, we right. jump to the last page and it is a beginning of a chapter, <laughs> which is always a good sign. <laughs> Having evaporated into the atmosphere, the regeneration serum with the microorganisms showered over the ocean like bluish-gray rain. Oh, that sounds bad. The microorganisms descended into the depths when a searchlight scanned over them from above the surface. The microorganisms came in contact with countless fossils, bones, and large shark teeth Uh as the searchlight continued to scan the ocean. The searchlight was from a Graylum probe ship that hovered above the unearthly clouds. The humanoid Graylums found what had become of Miroc's experiment and the mess it had made on this planet. Our main man! Where you at, Miroc? The onboard pilots reported their findings as the scanner lights continued to pick up something else on the radar. A huge sea serpent was being regenerated, as well as countless other gargantuan sea creatures. Dude, I told you they were going to be sea creatures. Damn. As a mammoth octopus and an enormous shark fully regenerated in the ocean, it became clear to the Greylums that so much work had to be done on this planet. The Greylum pilots sent everything they were seeing on the holographic monitors to the Celesto. Oh. On board the starship Celesto that circled in Earth's orbit, the Greylum commander saw the pilot's findings on the sphere-like monitor in the center of the room. His large eyes widened in astonishment. This was worse than he thought. What have we done? The commander's (laughs) clicks and grunts translated out to. The Greylums may have won the battle against the centropods, a battle that cost thousands of lives of both species, but they were now confronted by an even bigger task. Cleaning up the damage done by Miroc's experiment. Jeez. Ooh, so Miroc is a polarizing figure <laughs> in the Greylum society. That's right. But Boy. unnoticed. We were just singing his praises the whole time. <laughs> he seems so nice. Levelhead is very him. nuanced. But unnoticed to the Greylums, a battleship of more centropods was closing on the Celesto near oh, Earth. Lord. They, too, guys. had their own plans for the regeneration serum that was stolen from them, no matter what the cost. That's the end. Is it, so, uh, that's the end. Yeah, so they really fucked up Earth. Huh? Yeah, so Earth just got wrecked <laughs> by this fucking science experiment. I mean, Dash was just a sign of things to come. It seems. Uh, wow. So Earth is basically destroyed because these two civilizations are fighting over the serum they dropped on the planet. I like it. It left room for like a, a is sequel. It, is there a sequel? No, but there could be. Come on, David. This Wait, might be the first. Two. I want to read the next one. This is, the, I think, also the first book we've read that isn't part of a series. This wow. is a one-off. That's a big. That's a big get for us. Huh. Uh, man, yeah, that book was pretty good. I would. I think we definitely got to give that the seal of approval, right? It's great. Yeah, I, I think you should read it. Anybody out there? It's free. Zero dollars on uh, Amazon Prime. Go out there uh, and uh, 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure if you read through the whole thing, you might get some more dinosaurs. Yeah. It, it also seems like the the dinosaur encounter is a much smaller point in a larger arc between, I guess, a, a war between two. Oh, yeah, basically, I think the whole point of this book was that we are but a pawn in the great scheme of uh, the galactic war between the cephalopods and Mirox crew. That's a fresh take on, like, dinosaur sci-fi tales. Yeah. Where'd it go, David? David. It's Bravo. fresh. David, if you're out there listening for whatever reason. I want to give you a kiss. Certified fresh, dude. Come on our show. Yeah. Give us a call. Yeah, come on. You'll give, be the guest of honor. Give us a ringling ding. We'll talk we'll, to you. Yeah, we'll look at your notes for your many sequels. To yeah, this. we'll give you some suggestions for the, the second book in the series. We can bring Dash back, maybe. Yeah, we'll even uh, we'll let you come on and talk about it but when your next book drops. I guess yeah. you could use the regeneration serum on Dash. <laughs> yeah. I th- was true. thinking that's where it was going to go, but it seems like Dash is perhaps <laughs> lost to the ages, as a- along with the rest of humanity. The Earth seems to be overrun with massive sharks and <laughs> prehistoric sea creatures. I like that uh, Greylome is a funny alien name. Yeah. Like an alien species. Well, they're here and they are, do not care for us. Yeah, they don't give a shit. Yeah. They're like, oh, Marat kind of fucked up. No, but well, uh, on I guess we got to fight these guys some more. You crack some eggs if you want to make an omelet is what we always say in the Grayland homeworld. No, we just filled this planet full of dinosaurs. Fuck Whoops. It. Oh, well. Honestly, though, from my perspective, I wouldn't give a shit either. Like, okay, they were here once. It's yeah. not like they put aliens on here. They put dinosaurs on here. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, well, these things all lived here already. Anyway, long story short, great book. I loved it. Yeah, I truly loved it. I think that it is probably, I think instead of the Bible, you should put this in the drawers of hotels. Yeah, it should be Dinosaur Encounter and yeah. just that. Yeah. When you swear in office, you swear in on Dinosaur Encounters. Sir, will you please swear on Dinosaur Encounters? Will you raise your hand to Mirak? And pledge that you will not commit any scientific atrocities. Those people on TV will start like quoting, like guzzling root beer. Will be right. a thing. That's going to be the new teen, it's gonna be the new teen craze. Uh, yeah, great book. All right, so let's uh, let's let's finish this thing out. Let's fulfill our destiny. Let's cast this this movie. Um, so first of all, I think we got to go with our boy Murak. Maroc. Maroc? Mir- Mir- Maroc. So he would be CG or like prosthetic? Well, that's up to you. I would go like um, Alan Rickman in Galaxy Quest. Or oh, like yeah. You're thinking way humanoid. All right. I'm thinking like a traditional kind of greenish. Yeah, well, that works. Uh, like, I like Alan Rickman's voice regardless, though. I do like that. Oh, the voice. Okay. I would. I could be like, well, then he doesn't really speak from my recollection. It could be like a narr- narrative narrator. Oh, like a voice in his head, like Wonder Years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I really messed Pass. up. <laughs> That's when I knew I wasn't fit to pilot a ship. Uh, well, I think that in my mind, he looks like the pig aliens from Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Alan Rickman's another way to go, I guess, if you want to do a more traditional. You saw route. him as a, a pig alien, huh? Well, they must be kind of like, like little uh, reptilian. Yeah, I was thinking reptilian. Or... You know, like most dinosaurs, like they know that they had feathers. Maybe they're like bird. Ooh, a bird avian. They're avian, yeah. Ooh, very interesting. Uh, all right. And then uh, Dash. Who are we thinking for Dash? Hmm. Who doesn't have a head? <laughs> well, Marie Antoinette. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. Dash was like a young, cool dude, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I thought Dash was black. Okay. Um, That's just my, I think that it was. Uh, Michael B. Jordan. Because he died first. That's really no, because he's really, he really cool. Well, that, honestly, that's a good point. That's another strike in favor of him being black. I, I thought he was just a really cool dude, and his name's Dash, and he's really confident. And he uh, Henry was like a little bitch, uh, and I just felt like Dash was kind of the rock, not the rock, the actor, but the rock of the story. But in retrospect, maybe rock the actor. Would the rock die though? No. Maybe the rock is hit more the like dinosaur in the head. And <laughs> That's right. The rock is Murak. Uh, all right. Who am I thinking? Um, Michael B. Jordan was pretty good. Yeah, I think that's probably my answer. He's a good actor. Yeah, and he's cool. He's too big a name, I think, to be cast in a movie where he dies like twenty five percent. You think too hard. <clears throat> this is your dream cast. You just said Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman's really dead. He can't. Uh, be he this can't movie. do it. Oh yeah. He's taken. He's unavailable. Michael B. Jordan will die. You know, I got a good one for Henry. Why? Andy Dick. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. I thought he was an old man. 
Well, he's pretty old. Oh. He's I just thought like, Jimmy Stewart was pretty good. Jimmy Stewart would be good. The corpse of Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Dash, don't go a running over there. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think, Anish? You should play Henry. Uh, Henry? What was his name? We Henry. never really heard much Harry. more Henry. Henry? Henry? Whatever. Yeah. The annoying guy. Yeah. I'm thinking like Larry David. Yeah. That's pretty good. This <laughs> <laughs> is Kvetching. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, okay. And then LaToya, the Pepsi addicted. Or root, no, beer. root beer. Yeah, Sorry. right. Oh, my Come God. on. Root beer addicted uh, creep in the pizza place. Um,. I want to say that little girl from the Pepsi commercials in the 90s. <laughs> Just because she's in name? a similar uh, situation. Oh, man. I wish Britney I, Spears. Yeah. No. I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking girl. about. From like she the Super Bowl ads. And they're like, is Coke okay? And she's like, kills them with a shotgun. Shirley Temple. Yeah, she murders them. Oh, Ganesh. Uh All right. Yeah, that's a good one. So you thought of her as like a little girl. I thought, well, no, she's not that young. But she's like definitely like a teen, I'm thinking right? Dakota Fanning. She's like a grown-up now. Well, I mean, like World of Worlds <laughs> level Dakota Fanning. Yeah, that, uh, yeah, that's cool. All right, L Fanning. <laughs> sure. Uh, are there who were there more characters? Yeah, in the this? pizza place owner, the, oh, the struggling actor who I owns a pizza that was, place. Uh, was Mira Sorvino's dad? What's his name? Paul Sorvino. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. From uh, uh, Goodfellas. Yeah, he's in Goodfellas. He's also uh, dead too. This is a Dreamcaster, right? No, he's still alive. I thought he died. No. <coughs> he was in the Google? news recently. For dying? No. Oh. For saying he's proud of his daughter for standing oh. up against Harvey Weinstein. Oh. Anyway, he'd be good in the role. Yeah. I uh, think, I think that would be great. Yeah. He was the sneaky... Uh, he would grab the uh, uh, an Oscar nom for that. Yeah. Uh, who else was... Oh, the therapist guy, Patrick. I totally forgot about that. Um, Harvey Firestein, probably. That's right. Oh, is that who we're doing that voice for? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you got to get Harvey Firestein. I think he should be in every movie. I don't know. You feel like Harvey Firestein hasn't been in a movie in like 20 years. No. The last movie I remember him being in was like Independence Day. Yeah. Or Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. He had yeah. a real. Independence Day was. Was that after Mrs. Doubtfire? Yeah. He had a real solid late 90s and then no more. People got tired of it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what's to get tired of. The last thing I ever saw of him was. His voice him. was. So fun. Well, it's the best voice anybody ever had. Yeah. The last thing I ever saw him in was him uh, dying in Independence Day with the fire coming at him. And he says, what he says, oh, shit. Is that what he says? Something like that. Uh, I thought he like, prays. Oh, oh shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Lord. Was he in Rocco's Modern Life? <laughs> Mrs. Big Head? No, yeah. I wish. Uh, that would be, that, in, the, in the Rocco's Modern Life live action movie, Harvey Firestein will play uh, Mrs. Big Head. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ganesh, what do you think? Who's going to play the... Uh, the detect or not the detective but like the animal rescue oh, uh swat no. that was easy that's uh like alien sigourney weaver oh sure. oh sure. that's oh, cool that's right. oh that's right okay i was thinking like the security guards were just like big buff dudes but you're right the woman uh who has a bum ass sister which we should cast her to tara reed that's an easy one but yeah the I, I was thinking susan sarandon for the hard the hard woman cop or whatever, animal control uh, <laughs> agent. Yeah. It's probably the worst day of her life. The dinosaur's loose. Yeah, usually right. she's just... That's not even an animal I know about. She's usually just kicking raccoons out of trash cans and stuff. Uh, uh, either of those are good. I like I like Sigourney Weaver in that role. Yeah, that's pretty. What do you think, Shane? Sigourney uh, Weaver sounds oh, great. Oh, you've, you've agreed. Why you've, not? You've uh, capitulated. Or, uh, that's what you don't have to... Uh, Andy McDowell... <laughs> Not any <laughs> for this one. Who's the woman that uh, is like the lead in Jurassic Park Two? Uh, is that Laura Linney? Vince Vaughn, Julianne Moore, Julianne Moore. Yeah. Oh. No, I've used her before. You're, talking about, like you're a, not talking about Laura Dern from Jurassic Park One or Taya Leone. From I was going to say. Park 3. I was going to say Laura Dern, <laughs> but then I was like, "Well, that's okay. Don't feel too bad about." Actually, it. she's having like a revival. I'm going to go Laura Dern. Yeah. Again. All right. Bring it on back to the dino. Bring it on back to Dern. Bring on back to Dern. Get on down with Dern. Uh, I think that that's great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think that was a successful book reading uh, and, frankly, an, an average episode. I'm going to start looking. I'm going to look online for fan fiction of this because yeah. I loved it. And if there is none, we should write some. Yeah. And we should right. write a, uh, a sequel. And a thank you. And just <laughs> thank you for this book. We're going to write another one. Thank you very much. Uh, all right. On that note, uh, thanks for listening to us here at the Amazon Book Club. Uh, you can find us online at AMZN Book Club uh, on Twitter and Facebook. 
or bookclubpodcast.com. The site. That's right. When you log on to the site, there's a wave file of Shane going, the site. And yeah. then a little MIDI song comes on and it's a Jurassic Park theme song. Do, 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 do. That's not nope, it. That's yeah. not and then, it. Well, it's a knockoff version. And then yeah. there's a counter on the bottom that says how many people visited. Uh, and then we have a banner ad at the top that says, please subscribe to us uh, on, on your, your podcast app. And thanks to Morris Reese for the music and also John Tesh. Uh, and Chris Lindquist for the art. And basically, thank you, David. What's your name for this terrific David book? Sarah. David, David Sarah. David Sarah. I really I want to meet you. And I want to uh, have you adopt me. I'm going to have a root beer with you. Now that's gallons and gallons of it. Gallons and gallons. Catch up over a slice. Disgusting. All right. That's it. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.